Welcome to this witchy episode of the Greyhound Pagans Podcast. Grab your familiar, fill up the cauldron, put on your pointy hat, and let's get witchy. Welcome everybody to the Greyhorn Pagans Podcast. Yeah, I uh, I bet. So we are alive once more, once again, for show number one of the day on the Greyhorn Pagans podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Good to have you all here. My guest for today is the uh, is Miss Sunshine, the pink-haired medium, as you can all clearly see if you're watching the video that is if you're on the audio platforms uh just take my word for it um <laughs> so thank you for uh, thank you for joining introduce yourself to the to the good people who are you what do you do and why sunshine yeah hi stein i am so excited to be here um my name is sunshine uh the pink-haired psychic medium i'm also you know um i Labels are interesting. I'm also a high priestess. I am also a Reiki master. Um, you know, I'm also uh, just a chick that lives in Michigan in the USA too. So, you know, um, that's just how it is. Uh, I am, I'm the, also the owner of Sunshine Readings. And so um, if you happen to be watching this on video, you'll see, uh, you can always check out the website there. And, you know, uh, I love to sit and, and and find folks who I can join and talk about all sorts of various topics in the myst, uh, mystical, esoteric, um, pagan, you know, witchy, um, magician, alchemy type. And so I'm super excited to be here today. I'm even more excited where we started to like kind of chit chat and realize we should start recording. Yeah, um, you I, know, I've had that happen more than once. Uh. <laughs> um but you know, Stein, you 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 kind of call out, and even the titles that I do a lot of shadow work, and I think I think a lot of people that are probably in the mystical, esoteric, magical space probably know what shadow work means, right? Facing these yeah. things uh, within us that maybe are uncomfortable, difficult, scary, nerve wracking, 
shameful, you know, all that kind of gross maybe stuff about ourselves. But we got to talking about um, kind of like abuse a little bit in like a workplace. We, I mean, this was yeah. a very interesting kind of, um, so I would love to keep us going on that because, you know, you're talking about you, your wife's experience of, you know, in the workplace. And um, I was kind of talking a little bit about mine where I, I once upon a time, you know, worked for someone for years. I mean, almost, almost 12 years. It was emotionally abusive. I mean, let's be real. And so like, yeah. you know, you have someone in power and it's, you know, we, we're talking about shadow work here, but sometimes it's so hard to even recognize the shadow because you've trusted someone in power to be leading you down yeah. the right path. Right. Yeah. Kind of a, a like a corporate trauma bonding in a way. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. Like we just all went through this together. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just in, in, in yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I told you I had, I was, I was just, as I remind you, like we should start um, talking, right. I'm talking in corporate, but just even in any grouped environment, it can happen sometimes if you've got a power dynamic. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, not to like bash any of those, I'm, I would love to kind of talk about like, what do you do when that happens? Right. Yeah. I mean, I have firsthand experience with that as well. I've, I've been very, open about that, um, especially on the podcast with the, um, the group I came out of before I, uh, I started the Greyhorn Pagans. Um, I think what happened in that group was the whole reason that I, you know, started the Greyhorn Pagans. Mm. Uh, like it was a, it was, you know, it was a good group, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of heathens, a lot of, you know, pagans, a lot of knowledge and good, you know, good people or, I thought they were good people, but then, uh, you know, they were also trying to, um, to go legit, if you will. So bring it from online to, you know, the real life, um, and trying to, uh, you know, to get everything together for that. So we of course needed someone who, um, would be like the, the face of it, you know, the, the one you go to if you want to talk about that group or want to join that group or work with that group or whatever. Um, so we appointed the um, the founder of that group, of course, you know, the that honcho, the Jarl of that group. And that went straight to his head and blew up his ego three times the size. Mm. And he, uh, he started bossing us around like he was uh you know he'd tell you what contents is good or isn't you know um i was i was like wanting a bit more than just you know golden age vikingry and your standard heathen stuff like about the runes and all of that it's like okay you know that's that's pretty superficial i want to go a bit deeper i want to go a bit further back to you know indo-european indo-aryan times the you know where when we came from the step when we were still the step herders and all and it was getting some good traction you know people were finding it interesting and he was like uh that's not what we do that's not what we're about i was like but dude like those are our ancestors that whole mm -hmm. thing is what led to you know 
what we are talking about now. Mm. Yeah, we're not doing that. Delete those posts. But you know, God, I love that you are even bringing that up. You know, and, and it's I never think I, I don't believe in coincidences. Um, but for some odd reason, this morning as I was, you know, because I'm in a time difference, so it's still still just before noon for me. Um, for some odd reason, I was thinking about like this similar concept of why I love to do what I do. And that's, I don't do any type of spiritual gatekeeping, right? There is no one way, right way, ideal way, right? Like I'm very much the spirituality is an individual thing. And so, you know, like shame on anyone that says, you know, now granted, if you are a legitimate business, right? Different story, somebody can say, but that doesn't mean you still don't operate out of respect. But if you are a group that is getting together in order to like, you know, help educate and share the knowledge or the mystery, you know, you should be able to all come to a conclusion of what, what makes sense together, not one individual. I mean, you should. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, unfortunately you see that in like so many vegan groups, either too much is allowed so you know like hating on specific groups is allowed and sometimes even encouraged and i'm like okay yeah like some of them are a little shady but you know you should be building each other up and you don't build each other up by pushing the others down yeah you know they're not a stepping stool to you know get higher up um and that's you know that's why i started the the tribe of the gray or pagans to just like also be in control myself because I hate it to like always have it have to to answer to somebody else or you know climb the ladder from you know like just to all the way to admin and then still not have any any say in the matter and still you know need to run it by the yarl and whatever and I was like you know what I can do this myself I've been in in many groups I've seen many groups come and go and fall and rise and whatever I can do this and it's worked out really well. I mean, it's, I may be a little biased when, when saying this, but you know, it is, it is the best group I've been in so far. And I've been hearing that from a lot of people who, you know, come from other groups, they find the tribe and they're like, yo, this is chill. This is relaxed. I can do and say whatever I want, as long as, as it's not, you know, too degenerate and too, hating on other people you know we can yeah talk about you know how our day went and we can talk about you know our our family and you know oh we went to this theme park and whatever but we can also just talk about the more serious stuff like hey i found this would this you know would it relate to what we know would it go can we relate it to what we know so it's it's both it's a like gathering place to just you know hang out and chill but also to you know, to learn, to connect and and to grow. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I you know, I I I I love that. And I uh, I'll just tell you like this little sentiment that's kind of been popping into my head. And I think it's I think it's just for you. Like you may not have always seen or recognized yourself as a leader, right? Because you've always been one that hasn't been aggressive or, you know, fighting for like your opinion and but that's not always the best leader, right? Sometimes uh, the best leader is the individual that's able to understand other people's perspectives and introduce something that meets 
everyone's needs or meets everyone's needs halfway. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I just, this sentiment is ringing in my head of, of saying like, I think it's very beautiful that you've stepped into your leadership role and hope that, um, you have, uh, people around you to help you make you make, make you even an even better leader. Right. Because the yeah. people we surround ourselves ultimately help us grow as leaders. Right. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, good thing. Um, like at least the, the tribal elders, um, and definitely my wife, you know, she, she'll call me out when I'm, you know, stepping too far out of line when a, uh, a rant goes on for a little too long, you know, especially my wife, she'd be like, uh, honey, that's enough for now. <laughs> I'm curious, right? Because you talked about like this other individual in this past group, um, you know, kind of their ego and the power kind of going to their head. And I have had this conversation and, you know, maybe this will be a little bit of, uh, could be fiery depending upon your own viewpoint or perspective. Mm -hmm. But I've talked with people about men led groups if it's having more of that occurring in it now, it doesn't yeah. not, it's not that it doesn't happen in women led groups because I, there's a handful of examples that even come to mind for me, but that it's a very, like the ego ruling the man or the masculine, the masculine is much more common. Is that something that you've experienced? Um, in my previous groups, um, yeah. Definitely. Um, I guess the first one that I like ever joined, uh, the Asatra community, their downfall was pretty much, um, or just, you know, downfall for a lot of people who joined them at first, uh, diving too much into politics, like mm -hmm. to getting too political. Um, that always like scares a whole lot of people off because it's like, hey, I'm here to you know, be a bunch of heathens, be a bunch of pagans. Like I'm, I'm going to leave all that out. Yeah. Um, and with uh, heathens for an honor, that was the uh, the last group I found myself in. Um, I mean the the jarl, the leader of that group, he was married, but his his wife wasn't any better. Like she didn't uh, she didn't stop him. When his ego, you know, got blown up, um, she joined him, really. Like, she was yeah. definitely on, on his. Power. Yeah, like, you know, she was, I, you know, I can't blame her. She, you know, they're married, husband and wife. I mean, of course, she's going to, you know, pick his side. But, you know, not looking at the other, like, at the other's perspective. It's just, oh, my husband says this. I see that happening too. I'm going to react the same way. Well, my wife, you know, goes by fire Faye for privacy reasons. Um, you know, when she sees that I'm blowing up a little too much, um, she, well, she grounds me, you know, instead of, um, I mean, she, she's a fiery type. So when I go too far, um, she'll let me know. That's for sure. But, <laughs> but you know, she, yeah, she keeps me in, in check. You know, she keeps my ego from blowing up too much. You know, I'm still a man surrounded by, 
you know, mo mostly men in the tribe of yeah. because paganism, heathenism, you know, it's very much a warrior culture. So it yeah. attracts a lot of men, of course. But, um, you know, if my ego goes even a little out of, out of the boundaries, uh, she'll, you know, prick in it and it deflates again. So, but know. In, you know, in a, in, in a good way, in a good way. <laughs> I have a, I mean, I don't know how um, much you follow from an astrology, but I have a, an Aries moon. So I have a lot of fire behind me that most mm. people don't see unless, you know, um, but I like, I have been in leadership and, you know, quote unquote power positions, much of my like life, whether it's leading groups or in my corporate career or anything of that nature. And I will, um, I'll tell you from my perspective, I have found, um, I can feel when the ego is trying to fight, yeah. right? Like my body feels different. Um, and like almost, um, a bit of like nausea sometimes, right. Of like, I'm trying to get, you know, prove a point or I'm trying to persuade a will, or I'm trying to, you know, um, inv invoke my desires. Um, and, uh, it just, it, it feels to me somatically uncomfortable. I'm, I'm curious, do you get any like responses? Like, do you, do you have anything to recognize it? Um, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a good one. I'm, I guess my best answer would be that I'm still working yeah. on that, still working to, uh, to recognize it in myself I, I i do know when i um when i go out of out of order a bit when you know um when tensions rise a little too high and i do have to uh, remind myself at those times to okay you know you're supposed to be you know the leader of the tribe take it you know take a chill take it easy try to be you know try to call it down the middle um which is difficult mm. sometimes but um but it is it is something that i'm i'm still working on and that i keep um reminding myself of and uh you know i i guess best example is um with our thing josh joshua he uh he just published his uh his first book shadow crown um we've we've both written a book mine will be coming out somewhere at the the end of september um preferably during maybon yeah. um but i have already written it and it's like a few edits away from uh you know from being totally completed but i don't want to publish it right after he published yeah. his book because i feel like you know i'm drawing the attention towards myself it's like hey he has his book but i have mine too you know I'm here too. I write. A, I wrote a book too. By mine too. You know, it, it feels. That's so. That's why I. You know why I'm waiting with with doing that and why I don't want to um, like react with things from from myself or like my own content or my own thoughts like right away unless it's in a do a previous comments. You know. So, it's um. It's interesting that you say that, that you you bring up this book in Maybon. So I've 
uh, started working with my team to create one and we'll have three volumes done um, by Maybon. And we're planning it's, I think, it, I think we've got nine volumes planned, but we've, we've, we've talked about doing a pre-release, a pre-sale for Maybon of buy all of them at a reduced cost. That's amusing that you say that. <laughs> so it's like everybody started at the beginning of the year, like you'll hit and they're like, I'm going to go write a book now. And everybody went and wrote a book and now everybody's going to releasing it. Harvest. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. And it's, it's, it just seems to be the year of everybody releasing a book or a new, new book or something. Well, I, mean, I, I think the world is, and I'll just, I'll just share this perspective. The world I don't even know, you know, you've got well over a billion people. I don't know how many people in the world, but I'll know, like, even when I think about when I do advertising for my business and I'm trying to target, I've got advertise, you know, audience sizes of 25 million. Right. And so like, you're talking about, there are millions of people out there that could potentially buy your book um, that are, are searching for and, and wanting knowledge and someone, you know, folks will. So myself, everybody needs to produce. Everyone needs to get this information out there. Everyone needs to share what they think and what they know and what they're being divinely inspired to, to, you know, share and give to other people because, oh my gosh, the world just doesn't get any better if we're not all kind of, you know, growing and evolving and, you know, where opportunities are. Um, yeah, it's uh the the ego is a pretty big sh- has a pretty big shadow on it and it shows up mm-hmm. in uh you know two ways it's it shows up as uh elevated self-esteem and lack of self-esteem. Right? It shows up as excessive pride and zero pride. Right? Because the ego can be very healthy for you, right? It can sure. help you like feel confident enough to go into work and you know put your best effort forward. Um, but it can also have you go in and not do your best work and second guess everything and take five hours to do a report that would take you an hour because you're a perfectionist and you don't want to make any mistakes. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. It has it, it, it in, in itself. We're talking about the inflated side of it, but it also has a dark side of not, you know, not believing in what you can do. Yeah. Right. Um, I think about, you know, I, I would imagine your your listeners would be all all over the map as to far like how far they are in their own spiritual journey. And, you know, we were kind of talking at some point. I can't believe I can't remember if it was before or after we started recording about like spiritual gatekeeping. Yeah. And it's like, can you imagine if somebody had a deflated ego to the point that they second guessed everything? Oh. They they would they wouldn't they wouldn't even feel comfortable like believing in anything without someone else telling them. Yeah. Right? You know, and so so you think about that inflated ego guy. And if you've got folks in a group with deflated egos, they literally now find themselves in a codependent relationship because yeah. they neither one have done the shadow work that they need to do. Yeah, right? no, exactly. And you you keep finding that more and more um like as as a european like i see that a lot from uh you know from the other side of the ocean like a lot of americans will suffer from what you know some people like to call hero syndrome like always waiting for that for that hero always waiting for you know someone else to 
to save them, whether that be, you know, some politician or some high ranking general in the army or, you know, or their mom. Yeah, for example, you know, it's just it's always it's always someone else. It's 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 well, maybe not always, but a lot of looking to someone else to provide the answers for them, for someone else to to save them because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know where to start. And it's you know, I mean, I guess, you know, being Dutch, we're we're a little more little more sober, a little closer to the ground. Um under sea level, actually, most of our country. Um, so it, it's just it's the um, just the difference how how vastly different it is. Like we're just you know leaders, yeah, you know, guess they're necessary. We'll do our thing. If they fuck it up, we'll riot. Um, when you know this is just from the outside looking in in the states, it's like oh you know. He's going to save us. And when we elect him, he's going to, you know, erase all the issues and, you know, all the good laws are going to stay and all the bad laws are going to be erased and whatever. And then, you know, that person gets elected and it makes it only worse. And it's like, oh, but the next one will be it. You know, the next one is going to be it for sure. Yeah. They, um, you know, and I, I, it'd be interesting. I mean, I haven't, I haven't looked at like cultural um, understanding of you know, where is impacted, but some of what you, you were describing of this hero complex or waiting for this hero um, is referred to as like a victim triangle or a drama triangle, meaning um, when people haven't fully integrated, right? When people haven't, when they are still dealing with a lot of shadow work and aren't willing to face it, they tend to step into a victim stance and they will find someone to either persecute them, which is one angle of the, you know, so blame. Yeah. Well, you know, um, the government didn't take care of us. The government do this. So they'll, they'll find either someone to persecute them um, and take the bl and blame for it, or they'll find someone to rescue them. Yeah. Right. Um, and so it's the same thing, you know, going back to like that group and that power dynamic. You've got, you know, those lower people saying, you know, those people with the less lesser ego, like the less healthy ego that's going, um, you know, I can't do this on my own. I need someone to help me. I don't know what the truth is. I don't know what to believe. Right. And you've got a rescuer that's saying, like, I know it all. And as long as you do what I say, I won't persecute you. I'll keep rescuing yeah. you. Yeah. Right. And like what, what just came to mind is that like there's a, a middle way in that as well. Like someone with an inflated ego who will just, you know, let everyone else do the work. Because then if, you know, they mess up, it's like, hey, you oh, know, yeah. that's that's on them. You know, they fucked it up. But yep. like you gave the order to do it. You know, it's their work. They did it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, group dynamics are so interesting and make it so much more important to like really be doing your own work because yeah. if not, you will stay, you know, as I was saying, I was almost 12 years in a toxic work environment, right? It took me, you know, I, I ended up having to take a two and a half month. I took a two and a half month leave of absence to help my dad heal. He was very sick. And it was only after I went back and realized like how, how gross. I mean, just, there's no way other way to describe it, how gross yeah. it was. And, you know, I've got, um, uh, there's a, 
kind of a spiritual family that I'm a part of right now. And there's this huge drama that popped up in the last couple of weeks, very big drama. And I had someone ask me, I don't hang out in their like chat. Cause I, I just can't, it's too much for me. And, um, you know, one of them, one of them, you know, said, Hey, gave me an update on what was going on. And they go, I don't understand how other folks don't see this as abuse. And I said, when you have grown up and lived in an abusive environment for most of your life and have never healed in the first place from that, you will never recognize that someone else is abusing you. Yeah. Right. You're just not going to like, you have got to be willing to do the work. That's why I asked, like, do you ever feel like do you ever feel in your body? Because our body is the number one number one storyteller of our truth. It's not our mind. It's not what we think, right? It's our body and how our body feels, right? Some some people get nauseous. Some people have a racing heart. Some people will sweat. Some people will literally um, find themselves fatigued in pain, right? I, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with fibromyalgia, but that is a, um, it's a, uh, a, you know, yeah, it's a disease that is exasperated under stress, right? Yeah. Like, and so, you know, if you're not paying attention to what your body's saying to you and you keep dismissing and ignoring it, right? This is how people end up in chronic stress with chronic disease, you know, because uh, they've never they've never faced the things uh, that are making them uncomfortable. Yeah, well... Uh- Come to think of it, like in a like in a group dynamic, I've I really haven't had that much. Like I, I as soon as I saw that it became toxic or just stale or whatever, I went on for looking for the next one. But I did have that at the very uh, beginning of um, you know my wife's and I relationship. Like we both came out of a mm-hmm. very abusive relationship, and then you know, coming together to, you know, broken people trying to love each other and, but like constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. And I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't handle that. So like, especially at the beginning, um, you know, I've come to the point that I can talk about this. Um, you know, I, I didn't want to wait for the other shoe to drop. Like I knew it was going to drop because that's what, no, though that was my experience. That was what I went through. Went through for somehow it was like three, four years, mm-hmm. and you know. So I was just like, you know what? It's it's gonna it's gonna fucking drop anyway. I'm just gonna drop it myself. You know, I'm just gonna, you know, throw the wrench in the machine myself. That at least I am in control of what happens. Yeah, and then. You know, the outcome was we were fighting and both unhappy and both even more broken. I was like, shit, no, this is not, okay, this is not what I want. Damn it, no, I have to fix it again. And, you know, that went, that went on for a while until, you know, we both started doing our, like, our shadow work and, like, really mm-hmm. open communication with each other because that was hard for her at first. Like, when I went to a, into a mood like that, she just, you know, she'd climb shut. Yeah. Because that's what, you know, what she taught herself. Just do nothing, you know, turn inwards. Breathe. And yeah. that's where, and that's where you're safe. 
That's a trauma response. Yeah. That's a trauma freeze, freeze, fight, uh, fawn, or um, what's the other one? There's another one that I can't think of. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's a, a real, you know, being a human is hard. It is not easy. Oh, God, right? is it? <laughs> it's, it's not. I think the easiest that we ever get is like, I don't know, maybe about two and a half years old <laughs> when we first start learning how to say no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and being very defiant and being able to get away with pouting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh my. Oh God. My daughter is is eight years old, and she's still. But you know, it's 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 my daughter. It's my baby girl. I mean, come on. And then you know, my my boy. He is. Um, he's five years old, and he is a. Uh, he's he's rambunctious. He's he's just like his dad, hyped with energy, and you know, <laughs> little 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 man, little guy. You know. Oh and, yeah. Um, but you know, still gets away. At least with me, gets away with. You know, pretty much everything because I mean, come on, he's my mini me. He's my, he's my, he's my uh, boy. And he's a, he's your son. <laughs> You're able to do that, right? He's still young yeah. enough that, um, yeah. No, it's uh it's 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 crazy how um our partnerships and our relationships, you know, like, you know, why why do shadow work your whole life? will improve, right? It may get shitty temporarily, right? Because you've got to like trudge through some really gross and disgusting things and you've got to like be raw and vulnerable, but like doing the shadow work is where you actually become free. You know, you, you release yourself of guilt, shame, uh, you know, uh, excess of sorrow. You can work through like grief you know, if you're facing like, why am I, why am I so sad? Well, you know, um, because goodness, sometimes changes in life require us to be sad before we can be happy. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's important. And, uh, I, I, I love, love so much. I don't have children. I have, my partner does have kids, um, which is new to me. Uh, but I love finding out people like, Stein, like you, and even you said your wife has a, a child, like when you have people that are on these spiritual paths that are like doing this work, I love it so much because I think of the blessing that you get to give those kids, right? Teaching them this skill and this ability to like, you know, pause and reflect and not overreact or take accountability for your actions. You know, I mean, it takes yeah. parents to do that kind of stuff. Schools aren't doing, aren't teaching kids that. <laughs> no, no, they're definitely not. Um, I have, like, I, I always say that, especially, um, especially on the podcast. Uh, you know, I'm, I've been doing this for, uh, like close to a year and a half. Um, that I'm doing the podcast. It's, it's only really grown from October last year, so like close to actually. Like close to a year of like being serious on the on the podcast and i have learned more about life about spirituality about the divine about just everything in general in you know let's say my year in podcasting than i ever did in school i mean yeah sure you know school taught me how to you know read and write and calculus and those basic things and whatever and yeah that's that's handy and that's it's you know it's good 
uh, you know, being able to to write and spell and, you know, comes in handy, especially when you're doing a podcast and you have to make titles and, yeah, you know, put things in the description. Um, you know, it is, it's good if you know how to write it. But other than that, like, do they teach you the important stuff? No, no. They're just, you know, kicking you out at 18 and, and are like, good luck. Yeah. Uh, okay, so how does the real world work? Go figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> That's what half of them are, are, are over there thinking. No, it's, um, I, you know, my, my, uh, un, unknowing to me, unexpectedly, my niece, who is 18, just moved in with me to go to university this fall. Oh. Yeah. And so we were talking about this recently of like, how, I mean, we're, I haven't been in, I graduated high school. I mean, goodness, I don't know, 30 years ago, I think almost now. Um, and I'm mean, like, even 30 years ago, people like at 18, thinking you'd know what you were going to do. And yeah. like, you know, they don't, they don't teach you life. They teach you to your no. point, math, arithmetic, you know, like math, social studies, history, writing. Um, you know, you might be blessed with some art classes and, you know, maybe a drama class and, you know, things of that nature. But yeah, no, um, uh, the likelihood that kids these days are taught about life and like, finding a belief and, you know, finding something that's a truth, you know, true for you, or how do you um, deal with, you know, a, a an uncomfortable situation, right? What happens if you're with a group of people and you don't feel right? Like, how do you, you know, exit it so that you, you know, don't like none of this kind of stuff. And, you know, it's a, that's why I say, I love finding out that people, you know, have parents are in those roles, you know, that you have that experience and that knowledge to be able to share with your children. Cause your little five-year-old mini me and your um, daughter, uh, they having parents, you know, having you having your wife in the picture are going to be such a beautiful representation of doing the work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that, that's like one of the things that we, uh, you know, we discuss often in the, in the tribe that, you know, by us doing the work and by us, you know, finding our people, finding our tribe and learning from each other. I mean, for, for our kids, they're going to have such a, like a easier time growing up because like we put the foundations in for them. Yeah. Uh, my wife is joining on the, the podcast, but she is ex experiencing some, technical difficulties so she uh, she That's will our, be here in um in a moment no problem. um uh what was i there was something that just popped into my oh my yeah you know i i love that especially like when you say like as you guys are creating your tribe and showing your children how to like create and why a tribe is important my my niece she literally left this morning about an hour before we got on oh, it was an hour and a half to go to her the university's orientation and she's like, I'm going to meet people. She goes, I don't, I don't know how to make friends. <laughs> right. Because she, she just went through high school in the pandemic. Oh, Christ. Yeah. 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 Right. And so I'm like, it's okay. So we like talked about it and I said, listen to your body. If somebody comes up to you, like check in, how does it feel? Your body doesn't lie to you. 
right? You know, put the protection up for you. Ask that nobody negative comes forward, right? Like sharing all of these things because yeah, like otherwise she would have just walked in there blind and who knows? Yeah. Uh, I mean, cause I, I, she admitted, she goes, I don't have the best uh, judgment of character all the time. And I'm like, of course not. You've hardly been in social situations for five years. And you know, it comes with your 18, like you're just starting to, you know, be an actual human being, like from 18. Your own is, identity too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, from 18, if, you know, just looking at societal standards, it's a big age because, you know, you like all of a sudden a whole new world opens for you. Like you can do things that you previously could, couldn't. And it's like, like in the okay. States, you can pay taxes now. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> such a such a great advantage. <laughs> yeah, I, know. 18, I can finally pay my taxes. It's, you know, it's been my lifelong dream to pay taxes. The only thing you can't do is drink. That's oh the only God. thing in the States. You can't drink and you cannot buy cigarettes. So I, I'm, I've not smoked. I haven't been a smoker in like seven years, but my niece smokes and she's like, will you please go buy me an e-cigarette? And I'm just like, I can't believe you cannot buy this for yourself. I'm like, you can, you can literally go, you can be drafted into the military. You could sign mm -hmm. up for your, and, and fight for your country. You can die for your country, but you can't buy, you can't get a drink or smoke before you do that. No. Well, and it was funny. Cause like in high school, I remember cause our, corner was at actually at a 7-eleven which was great for their business but at the downfall a lot of people did stupid things up there but i remember being 17 and everyone's like hey can you go get me some smokes i prefer this one and it's like i should be doing this at 17 <laughs> i mean i smoked started smoking when i was 16 and could walk into a gas station and and get smokes you know <laughs> you kind of knew and figured out where that was, but yeah, no, it's um, mind blowing to me. Uh, and, 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 and it's a switch. It's like you turn 18 and like now all of a sudden you should be an adult and you should know better. And, you know, and it's like, um, but did you ever tell them, did you ever like lead a good example? Did you ever set them up for success? No, definitely not. Because yeah. that's that's not in their best interest to set people up for success. No. You know, because that, that would mean that, ooh, you know, imagine them being actually independent instead of codependent. Yeah, that's a really interesting uh, one there. Because her, um, her mom did in, literally intended to kick her out. Like, not in a bad way, but in a loving, kind, hey, I, you really should go learn how to make your own mistakes now. Right. Um, because if if we don't push you out of the nest, you know, you're never going to learn how to flap your own wings. Um, and uh, which I can respect on that regards. And, you know, she lucked out that she was able to send her over to her aunts who can still help her, but not mother her. You know, because yeah. um, I don't really mother anyone. It's, it's just my I'm like, yeah, you're your own person. I'll, I'll give you advice, but it's up to you to make your own decisions. <laughs> Um, Fire Faye, I, nice to uh, uh, have you join us. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you have, if uh, Stein was telling you what we were talking about, but we got to talking about um, egos for a bit. And he said you do a fabulous job of bringing him back down when he may be. Uh... I do. Um, he, 
he tends to get up there sometimes and that's the nice beneficial part of me being so grounded in myself is that I'm able to say, hey, was that really necessary? Were you really just being egotistical? And he's like, and then you could just tell it's like a wounded little puppy yeah. dog. It's like, no. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's nice that I'm able to just kind of bring him back down to earth because um, past experiences yeah. with past relationships they yeah, never we, really were able to do that with him so it was just yeah, yeah we talked about that a little um, so it's just it's interesting when you finally have that support system with a good person that they're able to bring you back down you know I uh, I love that you guys have a partnership, you know, and I would, I would imagine what you're building with Greyhorn Pagans. You also, that tribe should be able to do that. Like I think of like a healthy community should be able to like come forth to anyone in that community and say like, Hey, what was going on? Right. Hey. Oh, you- we do that all the time with each other. And oh. that's where I'm not known as Fireface. Sometimes there's a member who calls me Ma. And he does it out of respect because I don't put up with his bullcrap, to put it lightly. Sometimes I'm just like, dude, did you really have to go there? And so I'm able to do it with them, too. And um, one of our members, he's older than me and Fox. And there are times where I'm just like, hey, and literally I'll smack him upside the head. Not literally, but. Like, hey, was that really necessary? And he's just like, energetically, yeah. I do it energetically, and he's just like, whoa, okay, I'll learn to keep it down a notch. Yeah. No, it's uh, always a a really beautiful thing to find that you are in a place that you're safe enough to to do that and to to have each other's backs because that's where it comes from, right? When you're doing Mm -hmm. that. it's coming from a place of love, not, not a place of judgment. It's like, are, are you being your best self today? Are you sure? <laughs> right? And that's why um, with our, in our own tribe, um, if I need a moment, I can count on the other three boys to step up. And I mean, I know it's not the feminine energy that is there, but they're able to kind of keep an eye on things while I'm gone. And then I do the same thing with Fox. I do the same thing with our Thane. And then I do that with our Raven too, where if they need a moment to step back. Yeah. yeah that's beautiful. I mean, that's what a tribe's there to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Each other, be there for each other. And then if need be, I even text our Thane's wife and I'm like, Hey, I'm stepping back for a moment. I don't know if you're working today, but if you're not, can you keep an eye on the boys? Because the boys are kind of getting rowdy. Mm. I mean, you know, like let's say five tribal elders, the Thane's wife included, two of which females. So it's it's a bit of a boys' club. Um, but yeah, that's that's where you know where Firefay is. Well, has become really good at. Um, like keeping the um, keeping the boys cool, you know, keeping keeping us us all 
ground it and at the same time bring that feminine feminine energy in so that it's not like too much of a, a sausage fest <laughs> <laughs> yeah just around trying to prove who show who's is bigger no yeah. like they bring up the rulers trying to measure and it's like no 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 and then, you know then we have people cheat and all you know just like measuring from all the way back and it's like no come on man <laughs> I know it's so um, it's so interesting. Sometimes you get a group of guys together, how quickly they can turn ju juvenile, you know, that not even like intentionally. It's just like that little child comes out in boys when they start to like talk and play and, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, that's amusing. I mean, I, I think how you, I, and, and forgive me, how long have you had, how, how Greyhorn Pagan's been around? I know you've been doing the podcast. You said a year and a half, but how long you guys about two years about two years um yeah two coming up on coming up on three something like that no it hasn't been as long as we've been a partnership it's been two years i we have one of our episodes where he goes into our history of how we came to be um fox and i actually met on facebook and we yeah he had me join this group called heathens of oath and honor and i was the only witch mm. and i'm an old-time witch i'm not into like you know the new age wiccan you know kind of stuff i'm into the old stuff and that's why i call myself as an old-time witch and they didn't like it they didn't like the fact that there was a witch in their midst because it was very Viking, Viking era type of group, yeah. and like golden age Viking, and really it was very nothing much beyond that. Mm -mm. And it was very hard to interact with them because I had great ideas, and they saw that and they thought it as a threat. Mm -hmm. And when Fox and I went through our troubles. We're not going to get into it all of it here. But when we went mm. through our problems, instead of nurturing me and holding me near, they all blocked but me out. You're... Um, what? Babe, you there? Yes. Okay, because you, you dropped for a moment. Okay. <laughs> so when him and I went through our problems, they all just dropped me. Like, this is supposed to be a tribe. And yeah. they all literally just dropped me. Like, I didn't even exist. And they all, mm. before Fox went off Facebook, they all took his side. Mm. You're like, you are singing a story that I'm very familiar of uh, with, with. I had a group of women, right? You don't even think that it's like just men that can do this kind of stuff. I had a group of women that all identified as witches that they, they had been acting as a coven for years beforehand, but never wanting to actually get together, grow on a regular basis or anything of that nature. I know. And so I started to coordinate it all because that's just me. I'm like, you know, I start and like all sorts of great stuff. And then there, then the coup came. And it was, it was, uh, it would have been September of 2020, which I'm guessing based on a little bit of your timeline may have been around the same time. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and these women 
behind my back had a conversation that they thought I was going to destroy the coven all this kind of stuff. Didn't, didn't know that they all talked about this. And then we, we had these Monday night, like live streams that we would do where we would get on and talk about magical stuff and just like kind of this. And instead of doing that, they all accosted me and told me their viewpoint and that they, they thought that uh, the one girl envisioned that if we kept going down the path that um, I was leading them down, that in a year, the entire coven would have been destroyed and nobody would have liked. Yeah. I was just like, Okay. I, I, you know, I was like, wow. So I mean, I ended up taking a whole step back and I have not been involved with that group of women since, because I was like, this isn't, I don't mind feedback, but you know, just because I do things differently doesn't mean it's wrong or, you know, like you could have shared, you could have come to me, you could have talked to me about, uh, yeah. So I feel you on that one. It's, it's hard when you've got ideas and you see vision and you can see an opportunity ahead of someone. And they, uh, especially if you're an old time witch, you probably have, you know, pretty strong, you know, psychic abilities. I do. And that's where it was very hard because like, um, I can tell Fox something and I have this like inkling something's going to happen. And it, it just like, it, what's the word I use all the time hon it just keeps eating at me and eating at me until I kind of just start crying because it's like I can't I can't believe people aren't listening to me and that's the one thing where it happened in our personal life where I kept telling him something's gonna happen something's gonna happen and it did and Mm. that's where when I told I'm still friends with one of the original members and he's watching it all fall apart because I called it. I was like, the minute that Fox and I step away, this whole group is going to implode on itself and it's going to um, cause havoc. And that's where it hasn't done anything. And that's where it's so hard because like one of the members was so volatile. Mm. He oh yeah threatened I, I, one of the other members. He I know exactly to, who you mean. Yes, we're not gonna say his name, but mm. he was threatening to harm another member and not in a good way. Yeah. And, and speaking of having to do your shadow work, he did none at all. Yeah. None no. whatsoever. No. Like he was he was all ego, all shadow and some and, people will venture down this path purely to use the knowledge as power. But he was more of a LARPer, too. Because mm. yeah. Fox went to visit, and he's definitely a LARPer. And um, well, he's, he, not, he's not as much heathen as he is, you know, Viking. Mm. You know, like, uh, even going as far, which is just really fucking cheesy, to have uh, the phrase death before dishonor tattooed in runic script. Um, and, you know, like with the, the sides shaved and all that. Like, I, yeah, I, I, mean, I, had that, I had that for a while too, but it's just. I kind of pulled work- you out of was, that. <laughs> yeah, that too. And I was working as a cook. So, you know, it was just having less hair was, you know, pretty easy. <laughs> um, oh, God, yeah. But that's but where it was, was. It was so hard because. Yeah. He was threatening other members and yeah. um 
I remember when Fox and I were dealing with our own problems, he was in contact with me stating that Fox was trying to sleep with his wife. Mm. And which I would never, I would never betray a brother or, you know, who I back then at least saw as a brother. I would never betray him that way. And it was hard. And like, everyone was like, you know, dishonoring him. And it's like, you know, we were going through our problems and that's where it was like, they were dishonoring him. And that's when Fox and I decided that, you know, we're going to work through it. That a lot of them said, the middle finger and up yours and just instead of giving me any closure of why they just all blocked me. I was really, really close to one of the members. Her and I became, yeah, I was like, as she puts it, I was her little minion, you know, cause I am short and she wanted to kind of have me under her wing if in the event something happened to her because she's really, really sick and she doesn't take care of herself as she should. And I, she took me under her wing to make sure that if in the event something happened to her, I could take her place. And everyone was on board for it because, you know, she was so respected. And then That's there was this. Back then at first, yeah, at least. We were well respected. And then um, a new member came in very, how would you describe that member that ended up taking my spot without warning? I know who you mean. Um, I'm trying to describe him without bashing anyone because I hate doing it. (laughs) Um, Sheesh, yeah. He was like that um, cookie cutter, perfect mold for what the group wanted. Uh And yeah, yeah, he fit in right away. He was like everything they were they were looking for in in a member, you know, had the knowledge and the willingness to to play along and play their game and not go against the grain uh, too much. And I'm guessing it was all for his own purposes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very yeah, much. The picture, the picture that shows up in my head, uh, well, the word that showed up first was sociopath. Yes. Uh, yeah. And then the picture that showed up was Machiavelli. Mm. And that's where yeah. it was so hard, too, because even their quote unquote Jarl, um, he took the role way too seriously. And yeah. after I fell away, yeah, he led, and that's why I keep Fox grounded in what we do. Me and him are equals, not me lower, not him higher, not me higher, not him lower. We're equals. Equal opposites, you know. Um, exactly. She is, we have the same status. It's just, you know, different, different roles within, exactly. the, within the tribe, but same status. And that's where it was so hard. I can't believe I'm venting about this on air, but... Um, it was so hard. They're probably when... not listening anyway. So, you know, they or probably are. They're very... keeping tabs like they always do. Or you very um, well just need to get it out. Right. And so, I mean, I'll, I just got to yeah. tell you this, like, um, you know, uh, uh, sorry, I don't know if you took a look at any, but like the work I do, th- this is it. It is not uncommon for people to come <laughs> into my space 
and end up doing exactly what you're doing um, and having some some kind of transition or like alchemical change happen because of it. I, that's just that's just how it is. So, um, you know, God, it's, I, I appreciate it. I do. I'm actually being heard for this, but um, yeah, it's what happened was after Fox and I went through our problems and I was standing alone there for a while. Mm. Um, the Jarl's wife stalked me on social media up until yeah. two months ago because I blocked her, but she was stalking me to make sure that I wasn't bad mouthing HOH. And that's where it's like, they were so insecure with themselves yeah. that when I formed this tribe with Fox, I told him we cannot get to that point where I'm stalking other people. Well, it, we, you know, we got to talking about egos, right? And so once yeah. again, if you haven't done your work, your work in your, sh in your shadow around your ego, it's going to show up as flexing of power or exactly what you're saying. Like so insecure, right. That they, mm -hmm. they, they're, they're spending more of their, and I mean, what a what a uh, kudos for you guys <laughs> you know let them spend their energy if that's what they want to waste it on because that just means that you're doing something good and awesome right you're not gonna find any dirt anyway so well, you mean, know good, it, good luck it, with us well and and and, and that's the thing like <laughs> if, even if they wanted to dig up dirt or find or make something into dirt like that's where they want to spend their energy that's their mission that's the mission of their tribe go right, right? ahead you know what i'm saying like <laughs> Yeah, but it, it's it was bad because like there for a while like I'm still friends with a couple members, and you can tell some of them are just trying to fish for information from me, and it's like you're not getting get anything from me, no. you know, no. and that's where I told Fox I was like if we make something of this tribe, do not let it get to your head first off because I will step back quicker than you can say jump. Yeah, I, you know, I want a safe place where I can be an old time witch. Yeah, I want a place where I can talk about that and not be. Shh, 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 that doesn't exist. That's not. That's not a thing. Yeah, or you know, that's that's not what we do. That's not what we're about. You know, well, keep that to yourself or do your own group or. Firefay, you're always welcome to come poke around in anything I do because I, I, we do, most of us identify as witches and those that aren't are still witches. And I'm like, you are such a witch. And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, uh, you are uh, like, that's fine. You don't need to claim the title, but you are exhibiting all the signs of witchery right here. And that's where it's like, I love my tribe. Don't get me wrong. And I'm going to say this loud and clear for everyone to hear me. I love my tribe, but I need my witches too. There is something, you know, I, my ex-partner, the gentleman I dated before the guy that I'm with now and, and rest in peace. He actually passed away this past spring. Um, oh. He was a heathen. So that's how I got introduced to all of the, like, all of that stuff, you know, Omerta mm -hmm. uh, across his belly, you know, just all of this crazy stuff. And I'd be like, Oh my God. Um, and I, I loved it and adored it, but it was, and it was this beautiful like belief that we both had where he had his beliefs and I, I had mine. Um, but he was very honest with me around why he even didn't want to get into groups. And it's because he loved 
he loved like women and the the witches and the like the so much more and found the same thing that you're talking about that it was often you know spiritual gatekeeping right sorry this isn't the place for it and he he just that was very counter to his own beliefs yeah right it was very and counter that's to why i love our group so much too is because um fox and i have this understanding he's a heathen that worships the old gods I'm an old time witch that channels her inner native American mm. and her Irish, her Scottish, mm. but I also incorporate his. And that's where here recently I've really become really close to what's the God in the Norse pagan hun that I really feel close to now. Um, Freya. Freya. Mm. I've become really close as to her. As you pick up the cat, as you pick up your cat, she's saying, "What's the what's the, what's the goddess? What's the goddess? Yeah. Oh, just the goddess it's, that you know rides yeah. the chariot with the cats pulling it." He's, but it's he's just my, he's my familiar, and you know his and, mom was a baby, so exactly. And that's where it's so beautiful because, like, I've never worked with her before. She kind of just—I hate she's saying this word—but she thrust herself into my life, saying, "Hey." try me for a moment and I was like and I've been like researching her and getting to know her and it's like the more I get to know her she's me embodiment like yeah, yeah. I hate saying that I'm like a goddess but no you are one you know that I'm of the firm belief that we all have the divine in us you are a goddess Stein you are a god right we are all able we are all don't connected. let that get to your head hon. don't let yeah, that get to right. your head yeah right. um, <laughs> a, a, a god does not allow that to get to their heads that's that's the difference a human but that's god. where it's like you know she's it's just it blows my mind at how much I have in common with her and it's like I've never worked with a Norse before I've never worked with them yeah. and so within our practices that him and I do together, I usually channel my inner native because I'm Cherokee mm. or I channel my Irish, but most of the often times Egyptian comes out like yeah. pretty heavily with me. But here recently Freya has just been hounding into me like, yeah. So I mean I don't think that's a surprise with the two of you together and, and Stein you having uh Fox having such a you know extensive background. Like my belief is when you think about reincarnation, we have all been we've all worshipped all the gods at this point. Let's be real. We yeah. have all worshipped all of the gods, right? Any god mm -hmm. that a human has, you know, any one of them. And, you know, from a, um, I have friends that are indigenous, uh, you know, and so you know, all the way to the creator, right? Like we every single you know have been, and those that call to us typically have a purpose. I so I think it's beautiful that you you found Freya and you'll get to establish. But I've had same, I've had all sorts of folks that have shown up, and I feel the same way. Embodied of there is a um, a uh, Vudan uh, deity by the name of Maman Brigitte, and uh, she has some mythological stories of hailing from Ireland and, and being taken as a Irish slave down into Africa and becoming the first redheaded uh, goddess within the Vudan uh, criteria. And so like Bridget's really, the, the name really reminds me of uh, Bridget's. She is. 
So that's that's where the story, in essence, kind of comes from. There are people uh, that will claim like that is falsehood and that is so against the Vudan, you know, all that. That's fine. But the stories exist for some reason. Right. Um, so that was that was the first one that ever came to me. I had someone uh, literally um, bring up her name and said, you need to research her. And lo and behold, um, she's often uh, shown in this black top hat in her pictures. Mm -hmm. And uh, months prior to this, there is this very amusing photo that I'd taken in a hat shop of me with a, that's the only picture, the only <laughs> hat I tried on was this black top hat. So yeah, there's, um, I think it's beautiful. And I, I, I love it when uh, deities step forward to us and, and start to, to work with us because I think it's a much more beautiful relationship. Well, it wasn't exactly stepping in. She more just kind of smacked me upside yeah. the head and was like, hey, pay mm -hmm. attention and it was just like yes ma'am <laughs> like yep cool. and that's where it's kind of like at first it was like who are you because it was kind of just like i normally don't work with you i'm sorry to be rude and br brute with you but who are you yeah. and so that's In where the goddess of cats is best that so uh, i work with her like crazy yeah um, same thing our little girl, well, we have a cat. She's my familiar. Um, she's very much connected to the Egyptian Pantheon. Like down the minute the I, down to the name. What's I mean, name? I'm not going to, Cleopatra. <laughs> Love it. I used to have a, I used to have a little gecko that I'd named uh, Leopard Gecko that her name was Cleopatra. <laughs> but we call her Cleopatra. I it's know. That's why I, think, I think that's even better. I think that's perfect. So it fits her. And it's funny. It's like the minute I start working with the Egyptian side, she like, she's very regal. She's very like, I'm the queen. But the moment you start working with the Egyptian gods, like you could tell something switches and she, it clicks. I don't know how to explain it because Fox has seen it where it's like she I start lo she loves magic. I have I have a kitty that that's named, named after the Greek goddess of luck, Tyche. And that's the only cat that's named after um a deity, right? And she is the only cat that during ritual every month will sit there and scratch and meow to be allowed into the ritual room. <laughs> and then she'll just walk around and end up laying there, finding a spot to lay. Same, same thing. So I, I get it there. She knows, um, you know, I just start setting up and she'll start like, you know, walking to make sure I don't close that door before she gets in every time. I have to leave my door open because she needs to come and go as she pleases. Oh God, I, I wish I could, but I, with five cats, that that's five cats coming and going. <laughs> like sometimes my eyes are closed when I'm doing things and I'd stumble. <laughs> well, and that's where it's so funny. The other one, God love her, but she just, she doesn't like it. Like the moment that you even bring out a candle, she's just like, mm. I, you can't see my face, but she kind of like, wrinkles her nose like you could see it like wrinkling yeah. her nose like i don't like this yeah, and this i don't is, like this this. Is, for, this is not for me i'm just gonna gonna go somewhere else yeah. i'm gonna go be with my mom now yeah. i yeah. and to and it's me, like my my cats are cat sorry i always have to correct okay. myself it's our cat not just my cat 
Um, I did fall in love with him first, honey. You have to remember. I mean, gingers, like fellow ginger, I can blame you. You know, I have a thing for gingers. You know, Fireface is ginger. My cat's a ginger. My daughter's a ginger. My ex with whom I have my daughter is um, is a ginger. There's just there's just something about them. I agree. Um, my my ex husband was redheaded, and I same thing. My first cat was a ginger. Cat. <laughs> I'm saying this because my partner's on here, but I just. There's something mystical and wonderful about a redhead. Um, I know. What are you thinking with you? <laughs> Shush. <laughs> um, a lot of things, but that's, that's like grammar pagans have to dark. Um. That's X-rated. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my first ex was Irish. His dad was from Ireland. His mom was from Korea. And when he grew out his beard, <laughs> I hate saying this with fox nearby, but when he grew out his beard, he had red tint to his beard. And I don't know what it is because it's true. Because, like, men say redheads are gorgeous, but then have you seen a redheaded man? Sorry, honey. You yeah. have red in your beard, so it works. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But yeah. it's just like there's just something that. And draws people to a redhead and i think it's i think like even from a man's perspective too like a woman can box dye their hair red right yeah and you could not know right you could like go years and then stumble in and be like i didn't know you box dyed it and they've been like i've been doing it for 30 years sweetie right um yeah. but a guy's not gonna do that so when a guy's a redhead you're pretty confident that he's a redhead he's a natural and so you're like what magical creature made your ass right <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about my ex because it's like, sorry, honey, sorry, I really am. But that's where it's like with him when he grows out his hair and grows out his beard, it's like, your wife yeah. is so lucky, man. Because <laughs> I just want to touch your hair because it's yeah. like, because he has that red tint to it. It's, I can't describe it's so it, it's so too. weird. And it's just so rare, it's not common. Um, I mean, in my entire life, I can think of, there's a kid I went to grade school with, my ex-husband, and one other guy. My son is a strawberry blonde, so I'm, it's starting to turn Fox's color. So that's where it's, it's funny because it's like, I could be talking to Fox and then all of a sudden, because I'm friends with my ex now, him and I are really good friends. He could send me a picture of him and his daughter, and I'm just like, this is a distraction. I need to put my phone away. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. it's, but I don't know still, what it is with Red. Well, you still have our, uh, you know, our baby girl, my daughter. You know, she yeah. is, she's a retta through and through, and a spicy one. Uh, most of them she's are. She's more spicy than me. Uh, yeah. And but, I'm uh, a redhead. But she still has that that youth you know she'll she'll let you know that she is a princess in fact you know like her her nickname always used to be muppets because you know she's just she's a little muppet like she's she's sweet and she's funny and she's silly but now oh boy if you call her a muppet it's like i'm not a muppet i'm ruby and i'm a princess it's like Okay, dear. Okay. You, you you kind of forgot. She has her hand on her hip and she's looking at you. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Attitude with she, it too. Yeah, she's she got it. And eight that's year, where it's eight years old, and she geez. has attitudes. <laughs> that's what's so funny is like even his ex is like, yeah, she's a fake redhead. She's been telling Fox for years, I'm a fake redhead, and it's like, well, she yeah, down to the roots. Color. Yeah, well, she has the same hair color as my daughter, who is a redhead, yet somehow Fireface is a fake redhead. It's it's just... It makes me laugh because it's like, I totally inject all of my hair follicles to make sure that they stay red. I yeah. inject dye into my hair follicles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you have to dye it every day. Like, even if, if there's, like, a tenth of a, of a millimeter of, like, growth, you have to dye it right away. I mean, right. I mean, I'm sorry to tell the world. I'm such a fake redhead. <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Breaking news. Change the trigger bar at the bottom. <laughs> his his ex can now relish in the fact that she can hear this first that I'm a big head. First man. <laughs> that's too funny. Oh, too funny. Yeah. So that's what it's like, and that's what I love about being a redhead is that. I've been told by many, many times, even with my native practices, because I do native practices, um, they tell me all the time that they love having me in circle because redheads are supposed to bring that magic that you can't find anywhere else. Mm -hmm. They do. So. They do. I, I can I can tell you firsthand with you know my daughter and Fire Faye, of course. There is there is something magical about them, and my daughter is definitely growing up to um, to be a little witch, you know, having a heathen daughter and a mother who is, um, well, let's just say for the outside world she's a witch, but what happens behind closed doors is a little darker hmm. and a little more Christian. Uh, yeah, depends on she's... who you talk to. Uh, yeah, like she, um, she presents herself as all kinds of things. You know, speaking of embracing your shadow, uh, if you ask her, she doesn't even have a shadow. Mm. Yeah. She, she, she yeah. likes, she likes identity. So she just grabs, you know, grabs a little of this, grabs a little of that, and you know, like molds it into an identity until she finds something new that she can mold an identity out of. And that's what's so hard is she's exactly like my ex-husband and mm. she's a chameleon. That's the best way I can describe uh, her is she's yeah. a chameleon. Yeah. Fit into she, anywhere, oh, change yeah. to any, any environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that, that's hard. And you know, those people, those individuals that do that, um, I just, you know, I have a lot of compassion because I, I just imagine the lack of love, enjoy and enjoyment that they actually have in their life right they may think that they have those things right um but it's if they're if they're playing make-believe everywhere else they're playing make-believe with their happiness too yeah if fox is happy she wants to destroy it ah, let's yeah. put it that way that's and gross. that's where it's frustrating i can't believe i'm saying this on air again but that's where it's so frustrating that 
she's trying so hard now to destroy that happiness that he has. Yeah. Yeah. And she she almost succeeded once before, but then, you know, there was just. But she's trying empty. it again. Yeah. Well, you know, at first there was like the first time it, it happened. That was like when I hadn't fully integrated my own shadow yet. It's when I hadn't accepted my own shadow side yet uh, because she really pulled that out of me. She pulled the darkness out of me like nobody else's business. Um, because she feeds on it. She feeds on yeah. happiness and darkness. She feeds yeah. on both just heightened emotions, you know, whether it be a like very dark, dark or light, very bright light, she feeds on it either way. Um, but, you know, she did manage to, to break me at first. Um, it, that's when, you know, I, I dropped the shoe for the final time, but, you know, after that, I started to realize that without, Firefay in my life without her by my side, it wasn't the same. Like yeah. there was just this this emptiness that couldn't be filled with with anything else. And that's you missed the Faye laugh. Don't lie. You missed my Faye laugh. Oh god, that mischievous Faye laugh. That's that's when I know I'm in trouble when she has her Faye laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually I've had I've had two exes tell me that there is a particular look that I give. And they, they told me this separately. It's not like they co like colluded on it and then told me separately that there is a particular look that I give that they're like, I do not want to know. You do not want to know what's on the other side of it. So I imagine <laughs> that your, your laugh must be quite like that. Uh, that one I there. the fifth? <laughs> yeah, no, honey. <laughs> no, but that's, but, that's, but that's, that's where when... it's so hard now because it's like, our magic together is so strong mm. that yeah, he because... can't keep anything from me now. Like the moment he stubs the toe, I'm just like, I, I mean, I could be across the pond and I'm like, Hey babe, you good. And he's sitting there cursing up a storm. <laughs> yeah. And that's where, but that's, that's because we have both done our, yeah. our shadow work now it's because we i'm still have... working on mine because it's so dark but yeah i mean you you have a little more more trouble with that than because than i'm I such do. a light it's... being exactly such... and that's that's why it's easier to um for me to always like kind of walk the um, walk the middle path the, the gray path that's also why gray horn pagans because you know trying to Find a path in between, so it's it's fairly easy for me to you know switch to to one end or the other, so I can help Firefay with um, integrating her shadow, and at the same time, by doing that, I'm learning, you know, my own lessons as well. I come to conclusions as well. You know, things sink in when I'm you know explaining something to her or helping her. It's like holy shit, okay, this goes for me as well. Yeah, take note, take note. This well, works for me. The interesting yeah. thing, like, and just, you know, because I have, and, and I work with so many people in this realm, like, our work is kind of constant, right? We, we will, and so like, I, I mean, I'll just, whether you've recognized this or not, I would imagine you very well may, but as parents, mm -hmm. as your children start mm -hmm. to continue to grow, you're going to have your own shadows triggered by theirs. Oh, gosh, right? yes. Especially with <laughs> our, our, our oldest, um... 
there are things that he does because we have no contact with that side at mm. all. We have no contact. And there are times where he does something and I'm just like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. And, you know, that's where he's starting to come into his own light. And I'm thankful for that. You know, he's really starting to embrace his light rather than fight it. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not going to get into too much details because yeah, no. privacy. No, but that's 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 what I meant too. With you know being parents ourselves and having our tribe and having done like a lot of the work already, we are able to lay the foundation for our children to, you know, to build on to go further. Yeah. On because my parents, I mean, they were raised Roman Catholic, but they're you know pretty much non-believers now. It's not like not atheist, just non-believers they believe in a higher power i mean yeah it's 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 funny like that's you could call that the major religion here in the netherlands we call it eatsism you know they believe in something mm. you know they believe that there's something they don't know what they don't call it by anything but there's something and that's why i love his parents and his sister and his brother so much is that from the very beginning, his brother and his sister were apprehensive about me at first, but yeah, be, because of I passed, and, yeah. I became so close to his dad that when him and I were going through our problems, that his dad still considered me a daughter. Yeah, so. my my. Parents have accepted her pretty much from from day one. Um, also, because you know, looking at, at my ex and looking at uh, at Firefay, like it's literally night and day. Mm. You know, we it's it's funny. Like we often call my ex uh, Firefay's evil twin. <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 true. You know, you are very much alike in some ways it's just you're you're the light side where she is you know the chameleon feeding feeding instead of you know giving uh, but i mean and that's the thing too where i have so many gifts. dynamic well yeah. and i have so many gifts that she tries to claim she has them and it's like chick no no uh, Oh, wow. I mean, I, I've loved this conversation so much. Um, As do I. Yeah. I was not expecting that. No, it's, um, you know, A, I, I normally, it's, it's so funny. I've, I've asked my audience recently um, about starting to do my own podcast. And I was like, should I do all of these topics and all of these things? And they come back and they're like, no, we love it the most when you just go with whatever comes. And I'm that's like, what we do. I'm like, um, okay. I mean, that's fine. I said, I, I, I would, I think, all right. You know, if that's what you want, but I'm like, I'm normally used to a little bit more structure. I, my Virgo is in Saturn. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I really love organization and structure a lot. And I was like, all right, we're going to have to, there's my shadow. There you go. All right. We just put it in. <laughs> I'm still working yeah. on my birth chart. I'm still working on mine. <laughs> Oh, I, we, my, I, uh, I do a, a 
magical conversation once a month. And last Monday, the topic was astrology. And it's not my, I'm not an expert. I've thankfully have experts in my circle, but I'm not. And, and so I'd say all the time, I was like, I don't know how people learn this. It's so deep. It is. I'm like looking at this and I'm like, um, I need it's help. <laughs> Cause I yeah, don't understand you know, this. Like I'm, I'm, I'm this planet in this house with this sign. And it's like transit ascended trying yeah, yeah i'm like oh okay if i know you i'm say like ah. so you know it's okay cool i'm like maybe one day when i retire i'll start to learn astrology because <laughs> so i sunshine i do need i need your expertise within your group with my birth chart because i got a book with my mom and it's like um it's, i need yeah. help <laughs> a monology book and it's it's mm. she flip through it a bit on uh, on camera while I was you know while we were on I'll try to take a look because we had a whole slew of resources that came out of that that conversation I asked everybody and like my a couple of my experts I said what are your favorite books and we got a handful I don't of want books I just want websites so I can under or I yeah, will send well, them was... my info and they can dissect it for me yeah there was <laughs> well I know there was books there was some apps um there was one really great app that I haven't even downloaded yet that actually did give in it give those details um and there were a couple of websites in there too so I'll take a look and see if I can get those um at least as a start because that might be something in there for you but yeah it's um, it's it's always been uh a lot, a lot. So, um, I, I, I hate to do this, but I do, I've got, I've, I've got to, uh, use the restroom and I've got to want to, I, something that starts in 20 minutes. Um, because oh, I can, no, yeah, we can, I can keep going on for all, like all hours of the day. No, we can, we can, we can wrap it up. That's, that's fine. Like, uh, what is it with you ladies? No one's having to use the restroom. Like, well, you know, it's, um, don't I even don't use my nickname. Yeah, I think this is a <laughs> old thing, and my doctor tells me I don't get enough water in. That's really uh, what it is. Okay. I don't think it's like, okay. like you need to drink more water. And I'm like, really? I'm like, I'm already having to get up and go every hour and a half. I'm like, how much more do we have to drink? So I mean, we're coming up on an hour and a half, so you know, that's 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 <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying. That's it. It's like clockwork. I have there's a couple of uh, times that I have meetings that are three hours, and I tell I tell people like the moment it starts, I'm like, please know about the top of every hour. I've got to step out, right? Otherwise, you know, <laughs> it's uncomfortable. Yeah. No, I, I totally I get it. Totally understandable. We have uh, we have a, a round table in a bit. I, I think you know we can postpone that a little um well everyone's but, waiting for us on yeah they can wait it's probably gonna go on for like three four hours like last time was five, five hours that it went on six wow like i did a show on the grammar pagans podcast in between and they were still going when i finished wow so. <laughs> yeah so um yeah this was this was a uh, a fun conversation and uh fire fate hon i do believe that you two uh, should stay in in contact uh, i need more witchy friends yeah it'd be very awesome would love it um thank you so much for having me on today yeah well, no you're you. you're very welcome um please let's let everybody know where they can where they can find you plug some of your 
some of your stuff, something that you've been yeah, working the, on that the, the world should know about. The, some stuff. In the, yes. I always recommend always starting with the website because all of our newest stuff is going to be on there. Um, I am hosting, uh, since this is live, I mean, I'm hosting a uh, workshop this coming Wednesday called The Calling, uh, which during that, I will share three different tips or techniques to be able to tap in either to psychic abilities, magical powers, or healing gifts. Uh, we'll also do Q&A. So I'm able to advise people on their personal situations and circumstances. And at the very end, um, I will open up the Akashic Records and do a witchy superpower activation to pull in all of their past life's knowledge and connect them directly to that, which I'm super excited about. So wow. Yeah, I know. So if you come on to the website right now, you can sign up. Um, we we have decided to do something of this nature every single month moving forward because um, we've had such a great response thus far. Um, so if you don't catch it this this month, you can definitely take a look on the site and uh, catch it in September too. So awesome! That sounds that sounds amazing. I think I, I said uh, it. Sunshinereadings.com, maybe, maybe. Okay, I know it's. Yeah, I, it's it's. I know it's, it's on the uh, video, but for those that are listening, sunshinereadings.com, you can find me there. Yes, I have um, most of the links that uh, got sent with the, the Google documents. I have posted them in the Perfect. description down below. Of course, I will do the same for the audio versions. Always make sure to um, to let the people oh, awesome. know where they can find my guests so yeah thank you very much for uh, for coming on this was it was amazing it was really it was really fun i agree uh, i thank you both so much and i hope you both have an amazing rest of your weekend and uh we'll, we'll keep in touch yes Sounds good for sure for sure you guys okay. you bye-bye you too all right this was another amazing episode on the gray horn pagans podcasts uh you I can they go deep <laughs> as we always do we don't we don't do the the superficial stuff we dive as deep as we can as we can get um i've become very good at holding my breath how at, you know how deep we go so <laughs> Yeah, you can find everything on the Grey Iron Pagans, Grey Iron Pagans podcast, and the Tribe with Grey Iron Pagans on our website, www.greyhornpagans.com. Um, we have a link tree, of course. Um, Firefay now has a, a link tree as well, where you can find her. Um, I guess I should be posting that in the description down below as well from now on since it is a lot easier to find you now um so yeah you know please do check us out uh give us a like leave us something nice in the comments share this with well everybody you know share it with your neighbor share it with your your friends share it with your nan share it with your you know your cats for all i care uh it seems that's YouTube is starting to dislike us because I'm getting some um, monetization warnings. Uh, so please, a like, share, and all of that stuff. It goes a long way. Uh, if you are listening to this on the audio platforms, please do give us that five-star rating. Uh, that helps us out a lot. You can support the podcast in many, many ways. You can do it uh through spotify you can uh you know leave some super what is it super 
comments, super chats, super stickers, however YouTube also does that. vote for the best podcast. Yes, yes. Thank you. I was uh, I wanted to say this at the at the beginning of the show, but I certainly forgot. Um we there's something floating behind me. Um this is the final day that uh that you can vote on the podcast awards. Um and we ask you to please, please, please vote for the Greyhound Pagans for the best podcast in the category of uh, religion and spirituality for 2023. You can find it very easily on podcastawards.com. Uh, I'm, I'm sharing my screen at the moment. So for everybody who is, uh, who is listening and not seeing this, just go to podcastawards.com, uh, click on register now because you have to register before you can vote. And please do vote for the Graham Pagans podcast for the best, best, best podcast <laughs> uh, 2023 in the uh, category of religion and spirituality. We thank you so much. Uh, thank you to all who have voted already. I know that many of our uh, of our friends, our family, our tribal members have voted already. So thank you to all who have voted already. Uh, we are a indie podcast. We're doing everything ourselves. Uh, so this would be a, a major accomplishment and major motivation to, to keep going and to step up our game even more. Um, so yeah, I am going to leave it at this i thank you all um if you're watching this live we will be on the roundtable podcast um from the what's his name again bush whisperer bush whisperer shaman he's got a name you don't you don't want to know um we were on the last one as well. The last one was about the divine male. And this one will be about the divine female, divine masculine, divine feminine. Uh, so check us out there as well. Uh, other than that, I do believe I have plugged everything by now. Sorry it took me so long, but we have a lot going on. So until next time, see ya.